One, two, three. Welcome to Highest Potential with Dr. Steve Pettit, a podcast that explores how Bob Jones University empowers individuals to reach their highest potential for God's glory. Well, welcome to Highest Potential. I'm Steve Pettit, president of Bob Jones University, and we have with us here today, our co-host, Sarah Rumpf. Sarah, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Great. Uh, weather's pretty nice, isn't it? It is so nice out. Last week was kind of kind of nasty. Yeah, really rainy, but this week it's sunny, 70s. Love it. So last week we were able to have our Bible conference and Bible conference offering. So you're a student. Give us from the student's perspective what the week was like. It was so exciting just to see students come together and come up with different fundraisers and then listening to great preaching all week was really an encouragement. So what was your takeaway from the week from the preaching side? Yeah, so I really um, enjoyed listening to Galkin's uh, messages, mm-hmm. specifically on the idolizing different parts yeah, of the Yeah, he lives. sort of got after it, So didn't he? convicting and definitely took some great notes. <laughs> And then tell us uh, tell us about the Bible conference offering because not everybody knows about it. Yeah, so this year we fundraised for uh, the Ivory Coast, creating a hospital there for people, and we raised. I'm trying to remember the exact number, but I want to say it was upwards of two hundred and something. Though. Yeah, it was. It, so far, it's only two hundred and sixteen thousand okay. dollars. So Which I was so excited about just because that's. An incredible so, amount of money. So did you kind of a, not, you weren't sure if we we're going to hit the goal? Yeah. So I have to tell you the story at 2.55 on Friday afternoon, to, and that evening we would receive the report of the offering. I actually got the report of where we were, and we were just shy of $156,000. So I closed the door, threw my hands up in prayer. I said, Lord, I really pray it'd be wonderful if we could reach that goal. And of course, we exceeded it. The goal, when when I announced it, it was just a little over $211,000. So I think it blew everybody away. I mean, it blew me away just because that's a ton of money. It's it, a it's a big goal, but it was awesome that we made it. It is a huge goal. And I think, I think it's a faith builder for the students to see yeah. God at work. And I think what, you know, you can tell me what the students think about it because it's, it's sort of interconnected with the mm-hmm. whole faculty and yeah, staff. Yeah, I love the idea that in the future, students can go there and minister if they'd like to. I love that idea. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah. Well, um, I, I uh, just recently, we just released also uh, this past week um, a new CD here at Bob Jones, yes. or a new recording. And uh, it is one that has been in the making for a while. We we haven't had a, rec- a recording from the school for probably eight or nine years, which oh, wow. has been a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I wanted to do was to, because of the nature of recordings today, you know, people don't really buy CDs. No, I've unless, not bought a CD for a while. Yeah. So so <laughs> if a student's going to listen to something, you tell us what. where do they go? Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah. iTunes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, everything is pretty much digital. Yeah. And very few songs you actually really pay for. Mm-hmm. You just go and listen to them on that. Yeah. Well, knowing that, <clears throat> knowing that, that that's really the route to go, uh, 
I, I wanted to put together a recording uh, that w- would be through the BJU grass, mm-hmm. uh, bluegrass. Yes. So maybe I should ask you, do, do some of the students on campus like it? I think so. I love hearing them in chapel. Yeah. Well, they, they, they now what they tell me is that, that they go around campus. A lot of kids are listening to it. But basically, we wanted to do something that was student centric. Mm-hmm. So actually, these are students singing yeah. this. It's it's their recording. We have a recording studio here. So uh, last semester, we went in the studio, recorded 10 songs mm-hmm. and uh, got it mixed over Christmas. And it just came out last week, released it. BJU Grass put out wherever you are. So in light of the recording, the rest the rest of our time on the podcast will be a conversation with those that are on the BJU Grass group and uh, we'll talk about the recording and maybe even play a song. Well, this is a a special podcast today. We have uh, three members of the BJU Grass group that's with us here today. And uh, we're going to have a great time, great conversation, especially centered around the fact that uh, just last week we released a recording on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, and uh, whatever is out there that can be streamed. And it's the BJU Grass recording called Wherever You Are. So we have with us uh, today Mr. Caleb Rollins. Caleb, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. All right. And we've got Carson and Grace, Aaron, how are y'all doing today? Doing well. We need to clarify it's brother and sister because we're been not married before. <laughs> you definitely are not married. <laughs> well, we are. We're excited to have you here, and so we're going to talk a little bit about BJU Grass and kind of how it got started, and we'll just kind of go through a little history here, and then talk about the recording that uh, has seemingly doing well with some live streams. Last time I checked. But uh, so I think we'll turn to our eldest member of the group here, Mr. Caleb Rollins from Shelby, North Carolina. So what's in Shelby there, Caleb? Just a lot of banjos. A lot of banjos. <laughs> One of them is yours. Actually, it's yours. It doesn't belong to me. <laughs> I can't afford a banjo. <laughs> well, tell us, uh, t- hey, tell us how you and I met and then tell us, tell us a little bit about the history of BJU Grass. Well, BJU Grass actually started the first day I stepped foot on campus and on, on moving day of all things, because I was in the line to get like freshmen checked in or whatever you call, you know, just do all the basic freshman things. And I saw you in the, in the gym, spotted you in the crowd. This was the fall of what year? 2018. 2018. Yeah. So I came in as a transfer sophomore. And I, I spotted you, and I knew you played mandolin. So I was like, I'm going to go nerd out by mandolins. And because I was I was more of a mandolin player at the time, and I was like, I'm going to go pick his brain to see all, if he actually knows what he's talking about. And apparently you did the same thing to me. Yeah, I asked you all some basic questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I guess it, that was my interview to get into the band, I guess, because we started talking and talking about, oh, what's your major? And like, what mandolins do you have? And so we're just talking about that kind of thing. And you said, you know, there's a, there's a couple girls around here from California. And they they play bluegrass. Have a family band. They're called uh, Blackberry Blossom, and they've played Rocky Grass and a few other things. And they're really good. Maybe you should get together and jam with them sometime. And I was like, 
Oh yeah, let's do that. Of course. I mean, I'm always down to jam. And you didn't you didn't know that that was the way we were checking you. Out. I had no clue. I mean, I literally just got on campus like three hours before this, and that same night, the first email I ever got in my inbox was from Mariah Skillman saying, "Hey, you want to jam?" <laughs> well, it's just like, just fast, just to let let the people know as as they're hearing this explanation that I first met Mariah and Madison Skillman the year before. And we had been playing together for a semester. And then the second semester, we picked up another guy who actually played with us. And so we had actually played in some churches. And so we were we were in the formative stage. I don't think we actually had come up with a name as of yet. Yeah. Uh, but then then all of a sudden you came along and uh, you and then. So what happened after you guys jammed a little bit? Well, I didn't even I was just playing mandolin mostly a little bit of guitar. And at the end of the session, you know, we had a good time. We just played a few fiddle tunes or whatever. And she said, uh, I forgot which one. One of the sisters were like, so do you play banjo? And I was like, I mean, I'd mess around with it. I, I wouldn't consider myself a banjo player. Like, how about next week you bring that and uh, we'll go to Dr. Pettit's office and jam. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know I'm going to manage that one because uh, I'm not a banjo player and that's going to be terrifying. Like, I just met this dude one time. I'm going to be in his office playing bluegrass of all things at Bob Jones. Like, this is nuts. And so I next weekend I went home. I, I, I borrowed a banjo from somebody. And, and I started practicing. Yeah. <laughs> I came out to campus and you were like, all right, so can you like play Rocky Top or something? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> so uh, we tried it. And, well, you fooled me. Yeah. Well, I just faked it till I made it pretty much. <laughs> and so we had, a, we had a good time. We just jammed. And after that, you were like, all right, um, come back next week. And I was like, all right. I guess that's a good sign. He must like me or something. I guess we're going back next week. And so uh, the next week again, it's, it's uh, of course, it's you and the, and the Skillman sisters and Mitchell Beck was yeah. the other one. And man, Mitchell's nuts. But we <laughs> we started, uh, we jammed again and he was like, all right, come back next week. And I was like, oh, we got a, we got a fun little jam going here. So by the third week, we get together again and we're still jamming and everything. And he's like, uh, Dr. Pettit kind of looks at everybody. He's got this like look in his eye and he's like, so uh, I guess we're I guess this is a band now. And we're like, oh, is that what we're doing? I didn't, I didn't know that. So that's he, how we got started. That's how we got started. And then and we started like, playing in various places. Yeah, he was like, you're the banjo player, and I was like, I guess I better start practicing banjo a lot more. So that was that was your first full year we played, and then um, and then in in nineteen two thousand and nineteen we. Had a brother and sister duo come from from uh, Quitman, Arkansas, and Grace and Carson Aaron, and so uh, so Grace, when you came, both of y'all came at the same time, didn't you? Yes, sir. So what's the difference in age? So I'm 21 now, and I'm 19. Grace is 19, and so you guys came to Bob Jones, but did you know you were going to come and play on the group? I think we kind of had a good idea that we would, but we weren't 100% sure. Okay. So you guys showed up and then you started playing in the group <laughs> and then we put it all together uh-huh. and uh, had a pretty pretty good pretty good group, pretty solid. tight sound, solid sound. Yeah. So uh so tell them let's let's start out maybe tell us when you started playing bluegrass and why were you interested in bluegrass? Yeah, go ahead, Carson. Yeah. All right, I'll start. Yeah, we uh we grew up playing and singing together, me and my family, the Aaron family. 
And I started playing the upright bass, which was at least uh, five or six feet tall when I was five years old. <laughs> so that was an adventure. Sit on, on a chair to play it. Yeah, sit on a chair. Didn't We learned not to use folding chairs because those will fold when you stand on them. <laughs> that was a very fun show. Uh, <laughs> so you started playing. Yeah, started playing that. And then uh, we ended up picking up some more instruments and we did all learn some different stuff but it mainly came down to me playing guitar grace and our younger sister audrey singing and we would just do the three-part harmonies and just so where'd guitar. you learn the three-part harmonies because you do it so naturally <laughs> i had a little microphone and a, a little uh recording free recording software and i would play around with it and i guess i was probably 10 which would have made you maybe younger than that we were really young and we would start getting around that little microphone and we recorded I Have Been Blessed mm -hmm. uh, in three-part harmony. I have that recording still somewhere. We need to try to dig it out. We and need we to find really that one. really young. But we kind of just taught ourselves. Um, it was something we grew up with. In Arkansas, it's a very cultural thing. Right. They have picking parks in towns and people will come from all over the place <laughs> and sing. And Arkansas, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, people will come and sing and play music until literally all hours of the night and so it's really cultural. It isn't so much that we were especially gifted to do it. This is very cultural. So getting up a little bit older, when did when did you start playing more seriously? Are you saying, I really want to get better at this? I think it was when um, we got asked to play in church. Okay. So we would have to organize it. We would have to <laughs> have structure to it. And then I think we just built off of it from there. And so did y'all did y'all travel much at all? It, it, you know, in singing in other places? More just around the state of Arkansas. We okay. didn't really go out of our, uh, our, I guess you would say our circle of friends and churches and friends. That we so you would sing in other churches? Uh -huh. who, who would, who, who sang in the churches? Just the two of you or your sister? The three of us. Oh, the three yeah. of you would go. Yeah. Okay. My dad would sing some too and play some different instruments. So we did have, I would do banjo, Grace would do guitar, my dad would play mandolin, and my younger sister, Audrey, would play bass. But most of the time, we just gravitated towards the simple, simpler songs. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, so how did you, uh, you know, so Carson, you play, Grace, you basically play guitar. Carson, you pretty much play everything. Um <laughs> When was there a time that you said, I really want to get good at this? Yeah, actually, I was Grace had just started learning to play banjo. And that's whenever, when I decided... whenever I started playing banjo, that's when he said, I really want to get good at this. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So did you play in any groups as a teenager? I did. Yeah, I played in a group called Southern Strings and it was a lot of fun. We played Silver Dollar City, did some shows there and. Um, played and competed in the KSMU uh, Youth and Bluegrass competition, which is okay. a really big deal in Silver Dollar City, area, Branson area. And that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And Grace, you ended up, now you just, before you came to Bob Jones, you did get to sing in a special event. Tell us about that. I did. Um, I won the Nashville Talent Showdown. So it came through Arkansas. I won that round and then went and competed in Nashville. And then won that round, and then I got to perform at the awards ceremony. Wow. And so you sang at the Grand Ole Opry? Yes, sir. Yep. Was that a pretty big deal? It was crazy. <laughs> it was pretty yep. cool. It was pretty neat. So let's talk about um, uh, the group that we have. And um, tell us tell us about some of the experiences that you've had. Before we get about to the recording, let's talk about some of the experiences y'all have had as a group. Go for it, Kate. Well, I think... <laughs> 
as far as this as a group goes, uh, if you would have told me three years ago that you were going to step on the foot at campus of Bobdens University, end up in a bluegrass band, <laughs> and get to play some really big stages like IBMA, I, I really thought you were mental. I, I really would have. Because, I mean, for one, bluegrass and Bob Jones, that's, you know, that normally doesn't mix. And for two, like playing with the president and just being in a band, getting, getting to play on um, big level stages is a whole other deal. And, you know, I think it's insane. But just to see our progression, how we've grown from our first year to where we are, from where we're at, from where we're at now, it's, it's insane. Just, just to see um, just where God's taken us and where we started from. And now that we've re- we've finished our first album and we're still going, it, it's it's awesome to see. Grace, what do you think? Um, yeah, I would I would agree with that. It's kind of cool to see how we've not only grown vocally and instrumentally, but we've also grown to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like some of the people in the band are like siblings. They really are. We spend a lot of time together. <laughs> Carson. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb's like my sibling, and sometimes that's concerning a little bit. I mean, yeah, we have way too much fun. But, I think we uh, all have way too much fun. <laughs> but it is neat to see when you go into churches, especially Southern churches, how it uh, deeply connects with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that have been some of the most incredible memories so far for me is, or either that or we'll play at IBMA. There's 250,000 people just mulling around. Yeah. Right, but then you'll have someone come up to the stage after you're done. And be like, I went to Bob Jones University. Yeah, yeah. And you get to connect with them on that on a really unique level, and it's very. I, I love that aspect of it. So tell us a little bit about what it is that makes bluegrass music. I mean, we could say what it is, and you know, talk about the you know, um, you know the the way bluegrass music works. But why why is it that you like it, Caleb? Uh, it's really versatile. And, and what's so dynamic about it is that in one song, it can be super aggressive where it can portray this message of, you know, straight driving, straight forward, play as fast as you can, play as aggressive as you can. And the very next song, it's super laid back and you're conveying a whole different message. Mm-hmm. And you can convey many different messages just just in one formation of a band. I mean, you, you can go from, I mean, bluegrass songs range in a whole lot of different <laughs> lyrics. I mean, you can go from a strange murder ballad to a, to a good gospel song yeah, not an in a few but, minutes. Yeah. And uh, it all works. That, that's that's the great thing about it. But it's all happy music. Yeah, yeah that's what's great. I love how you really, you like Grace said, you grow together as a band, but you almost have to. Um, with bluegrass because you're listening to everybody else and if they're not playing then you don't have a bluegrass group so i mean you really you have to learn how to play together and then also the cultural aspect of it kind of like i said at the beginning and then going into churches but it really conveys a a very rich historical part of Mm. each of our stories not just the united states as a whole but each of us individually, how we grew up is communicated through what we say. Right. So that's one thing I love about it. Well, to keep uh, everybody kind of up to speed about the group. So this particular recording had you, the three of you on it, mm-hmm. myself. And then we had the two sisters, uh, Madison and Mariah Skillman, that Caleb had talked about earlier. And both of them graduated in December, uh, really right after we did the recording. <laughs> And they were they were really the very core of the group in the very beginning. And Madison plays the fiddle and sings, and Mariah <clears throat> sings and plays guitar. And uh, they were they were a blessing. Now uh, there is a benefit to playing on the on the on the group, uh, at least for Carson, because 
What's going to happen here, Carson? Well, me and that guitar player you just mentioned, Mariah, we're getting married in May. So. Okay, so <laughs> that's, big that's good. You've made good music together. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's, let's talk about the recording. Uh, it's, it's all gospel music. Uh-huh. And um, uh, tell us about how, from at least y'all's perspective, how we came about the recording. <laughs> Where do we start? Yeah. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. It, it kind of feels like the best of three years to me uh-huh. as, as the record. That's how I describe it to people, because over three years, we've accumulated so many songs and, and we've worked this over so many times that we kind of picked the best ones that we liked out of them. And we're like, this is what's going to sound good. We feel like people are going to respond to this well and not just locally, like here in Greenville, but across the country. And what's really cool a lot of times to see how bluegrass is responded to across the country as we go north, south, east, west, all over the place, that this album can resonate with everybody. Now, there's a little bit there's a little bit for everybody in there. Carson? Yeah, I, I love the process of it. We've done some uh, minimal recording in the past. And um, it is interesting whenever we're balancing uh, not only class schedules and homework, but also the <laughs> yes. Yeah, so tell, tell us, tell us about how we actually did the record. Yeah, we, we did it here on campus. We did it here, here on campus. We did it in the basement of the FMA, the Amphitorium. And there's a recording studio down there, and we would all run down there when we had a free couple of hours. And even uh, if only one or two of us could make it in between a class, we would look <laughs> yes. it down to so the bottom. So it was definitely of FMA. flexible schedule. Oh yeah. But it was it was so much fun because we get down there and there's not much really much time to waste, but we still managed to have a great time. Oh, yeah. uh, How many remember? hours do you think we did it did it in? Oh goodness, I think it was we like, did it pretty I fast. Mean, it, it was, was about twenty or so. Yeah, I'd say it was about so. twenty hours. Yeah, probably two hours per song. I would guess that's pretty good. Except yeah. for by the mark, that one took. <laughs> one take. Oh, yeah. one take. Y'all one did take it? on well, that, that was one. amazing. We did it all in what three or four weeks. We did it. We did it fairly quickly, mm-hmm. and we just had to almost go from day to day, yeah. and ask everybody what their schedule was, yeah. and then we had to make sure we connected with uh, our recording, um, you know, who who was in 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 charge as a as a um, what do you call him engineer engineer, engineer. the sound yeah. engineer um, Matt Steele yeah and uh, did a great job for us, and then. And then uh, we had to get in the studio and lay it out. So how did, how did we lay out a song? How did we do it? How do we start? Well, you got to start with the click track. That's the, base, that's the basics of it. You go from the click track to guitar, <laughs> then guitar to bass and mandolin. And then I just get the last piece of it. Me and Phil will just get thrown in the last. But <laughs> the hey, it's all good. You're talking about the banjo. The, there, yeah. the banjo, yeah. And then we come back and what? Do vocals. the vocals. Do the vocals on the vocals. top of it. Yeah. Do the, so we did about 20 hours. Now we had one song on there. We we wanted to do 10 songs. We only had nine to record. So we did one more that came up uh, yeah. out in the hallway. Yeah, me and Caleb, we started talking. We go, we need one more song. We need something fast. So burn something well, what there. about an old, what about a hymn? A good old hymn. Do Are You Washed? And I picked up mandolin. You had an instrument. I had a banjo. Yeah, we, we just started, started playing. Around. And we came up with that arrangement of Are You Washed in the Blood? That's the last song on the album, I believe. It's or what uh, is, second, ne- to last. Next second to last. last yeah. 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 And um, we did it in what, 30 minutes? Yeah, the, the actual the arrangement, arrangement of it. Yeah. yeah, less than 30 minutes. And we recorded it almost right away. 
So and that was the good. last day we had before <laughs> the end of the semester, if I remember right. If we Door didn't get it done then, yeah. we would have to wait. And well, so. and then you guys took off. And then, of course, we got it mixed uh, by a gentleman out in uh, California, did a great job, mm-hmm. came back. And so we've got the artwork done. The artwork was done by, this is an all-student uh, recording uh, with the exception of one president. And uh, <laughs> all the artwork was done by students by a student here, which we're very thankful for. And uh, and then, of course, it's all been done internally. And we've got it up uh, on Spotify and iTunes. You can go online and uh, pull it up. It's BJU Grass, and the name of the CD is Wherever You Are. And, uh, of course, we know some students have been listening. What's been the response so far? <laughs> it's been really good. It's kind of cool to walk down the hall and hear your own voice through someone's door. <laughs> it's really strange because you hear it everywhere. Yep. Uh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, I had yeah. a guy tell me, guy on my hall said, hey, I added your album to my worship playlist. I was like, what? He said, yeah, the song By the Mark on there. I just love that song. Yeah. And that's when I think when I really realized the scope of, I mean, what we're doing. It's it's yeah. not just something we're doing for fun, even though we have a great time. I mean, people are really enjoying this yeah. and they're getting a lot of benefit from it. Well, the most important thing is the message of the yeah. song, and it and it communicates the gospel, and it communicates um, either like wherever you are in in the message of that song, or uh, you know, the greater God's love is a great song. I love mm-hmm. all the songs. Oh yeah. So uh, it's been really fun. I've enjoyed it, and uh, <laughs> we're going to continue to travel this semester, and all of our work just pretty much is in local churches with a few exceptions of where we may play a concert here or there. We're playing one here on campus of Bob Jones University on the 25th of March. And it's an outdoor barbecue in bluegrass. With the it's, the day, it's the day before our, our second rest day in March. And it'll be right outside in front of the dining common. And uh, on the plaza there, we'll play outside. So uh, we've had a great time mm-hmm. and uh, enjoyed it enjoy being with you guys and we're going to keep playing as much as we can. Well, thanks. So guys, thanks guys so much for uh, being with us today. And as we close the program, we wanted to give you a, a taste of the CD with one of our songs. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Are you washed in the blood in the soul cleansing blood of the land? Are you garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the land? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Highest Potential with Steve Pettit. Don't forget to find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of 
your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb